this is Rob Sanderson with The Swell. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson. And we are at episode 141 with my really, really good friend, Rob Sanderson from The Swell Mission. And Swell is Surf Waves Enjoy Life. Rob takes people that have been through acute trauma uh, major adversity, our nation's heroes and first responders mainly. He takes them and he actually takes them surfing and, and he has a mission when he does take them surfing to help them kind of set aside their hypervigilancy because they're always on alert being our heroes to keep us safe. And he puts them on a surfboard. And when you're on a surfboard, trust me, I can tell you firsthand that you have to be mindful. You must be present. You must be there. Uh, so I'm not going to spill too much more. I'm just going to start this interview here with my really good friend, Rob Sanderson from The Swell Mission. Time to shine today, Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson. And welcome to the show where people that know us, know our credo, is we don't want to have anyone feel like they have no one. And my guy... Rob Sanderson, if you look at my shirt here, it's Surf Waves Enjoy Life, and he's the co-founder of Swell, a nonprofit and seeks to reinvigorate our nation's heroes through surfing. Having experienced personal and professional traumas, Rob Sanderson is a sympathetic peer for veterans and first responders and well-suited to guide them to the path of decompression. Swell provides the means to disconnect and process stress through the healing power of the ocean. As a surf coach, he understands firsthand how veterans and first responders benefit from the ocean and surf decompression. Also, as a police sergeant with 18 years of dedicated service and commitment to excellence in public safety, he has been a leader in all aspects of policing. His motto is decompress, disconnect, and reinvigorate. And I'm going to bring my guy, Rob Sanderson, on here. I'm so stoked to have this conversation. He's such a huge heart, such a go-giver. You know, he served, like you said, almost 20 years as a first responder himself. And if you're watching on YouTube, you see he has a beard now. So it kind of shows you that he's retired. He's not undercover right now or anything like that. But no, he, he rocks it. And so, Rob, I'm going to have you come on here, introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today Varsity Squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? It's got to be blue, brother. Blue is the color of the ocean. It's the go. color of the uniforms of my heroes, man. There you it's go. the color of the Blue Angels flight suits. There you go. Be- got a little navy in there. A little navy in there. And I, that's my color, too. I actually, I kind of go to purple sometimes, Rob, just because it's a mixture of red and blue. Because I got that that little uh, red streak in me from time to time. And I'm sure as a police officer, that came out with you as well. But no, blue's in your color wheel. And all the, like... Swell gear, a lot of it's blue, and it's it's fantastic, which Rob was gracious enough to send me out some gear, which I'm, I'm immensely grateful for him. So, Rob, let's get into the origins of, like, maybe a little bit about your time with the department and how that leveled up and your heart grew to help others really decompress. Yeah, man. So, uh, cop almost 20 years, experienced uh, a lot of cumulative stress, acute trauma throughout my career. Um, You know, I'm not real bright. So it took me like 16, 17 years to kind of realize that um, I was using surfing as like a positive outlet to kind of release some of that, um, you know, cumulative trauma and just dump my bucket, man, and and kind of reinvigorate. So, you know, I, I, the only thing worse than not being able to go surfing, Scott, is being able to go surfing, but not having, having anybody to go with. So, 
um, living in the Midwest, I started teaching guys around here, you know, to come out with me and I teach them how to surf. And I started to see kind of what that was doing for them and, and seeing some of that hypervigilance kind of melt away. So as a group, we have a core group of uh, Kansas surf team surfers and we put our heads together and uh, we form swell, man. So how does someone that's landlocked in the heartland of America, like literally the heartland of America, how did you like take up, take up surfing? Did you ever live on the coast ever or what, what, what's your story with that? Yeah. So, I mean, I was a Navy brat. You can see that's my dad's uh, helmet there behind oh, me. So. Wow. Is that a picture I, of you two also back there? Uh, no, that's uh, me and my buddy. Actually, it's a painting of me and my buddy <sighs> going surfing. Nice, man. Uh, yeah. That, that he ended up sending me. Um, so yeah, I've lived in Florida, Hawaii, California, Virginia, Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, and now Kansas. And, and all of them have surf spots. Years. Yeah, so, <laughs> Kansas. you know, right. I, I surfed a bunch growing up. And, um, you know, when I moved to the Midwest, I started making surf trips. And it, it was funny because people were like, you're a surfer, like, like kind of rolling their eyes. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I go like four times a year at least. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, man, just started, started making trips with the guys and, and kind of organically grew into swell. What is it about surfing? What is it like that I could answer it for myself? You know, I bodyboard more than surf and I paddleboard a lot, but yeah. like surfing, what is it about surfing that really decompresses, reinvigorates and helps disconnect? Well, I think for veterans and first responders, like hypervigilance is a big thing. And for the, you know, the varsity squad that's not familiar with hypervigilance, it's just kind of being like on edge and on alert constantly. And it's hard to kind of shed that. So when you're out in the water, um, you know, me as a cop, I, I couldn't have my police radio on me. Uh, it would have been really weird if I had a gun on me. You know, nobody's mm-hmm. trying to sneak up behind me. Maybe a shark, but, you know. <laughs> right. It's, it's, you're it's in his environment there. Disney. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, you're not, like, looking over your shoulder, not worried about, you know, am I about to fight this dude? Am I going to get run over by this car? Um, and then you're solely focused on the horizon. You're not looking back towards shore. You're looking out across the water. Right. Man, and you're just, you're being mindful. And when you can do that, when you can be mindful and decompress that hypervigilance just kind of melts away. And there's something uh, significantly therapeutic about it. I would say probably more so than, uh, you know, you could go get from uh, any psychologist, psychiatrist. Sure. I mean, it's the the ocean itself is a healing power. I mean, people gravitate to that for, I mean, that's why I moved from Michigan again, Midwest to Florida, you know, I'm looking at the Atlantic Ocean right now, and it's because, you know, because of that, it's the powers that help heal. And like you said, you have to be present in the situation or else you're not getting up on the board. You have to be present. There's no, uh, even the best surfers in the world, you know, have told me, you know, um, you know, Kelly Slater, I'm lucky enough to meet him for a minute. You know, even local guys like Jensen Callaway, Matt Aronson that are here in South Florida, they're like, bro, you are present every minute. So their hypervigilance, if you want to get up on the board, it's got to go away, right? Yeah, for sure. And I think it's a, it's a check of the ego too, man. It provides a little bit of perspective. It's nothing like getting worked by mother nature that lets you know how small and insignificant you really are. And you know, know, the veteran community and and first responder community, there's a fair amount of ego involved in that. So I think, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. I mean, everybody knows my stance on the police and, you know, you know, blue. And I have a lot of blue that runs through my family, a lot of police officers, detectives and whatnot. And they are on alert. I mean, even at parties, even when you're hanging out together with these guys, they're still on alert. 
But yeah. if you can take them out to an environment where they're not, man, the, the things that that can do for a mindset is just fantastic, right? I mean, it just relaxes and puts you in just a, a, a mood of you're not feeling threatened except for the initial moment. And, and, yeah, and I think there's know. something to be said for um, kind of taking yourself out of your comfort zone. There was a, a Dr. Crawford did a study on a different um, surf organization that took uh, wounded veteran surfing. And what he found was he studied them for like three or four years and then wrote a book was that the improvement of the veteran's self-efficacy. So like their ability to go, I can accomplish goals and I can, um, you know, surf this weight, even though I've never surfed before, um, was far more beneficial to the recovery from TTS than traditional therapies. Wow. So, uh, I think the, you know, taking somebody from the Midwest, putting them in the Pacific or Atlantic ocean and going, we're going surfing. And they learn that new skill, that anxiety, and then being able to overcome. And then right. the elation that comes from riding their first wave, wow. uh, is, is important to recovery. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So how do you, like, how do people find you to be able to see if they're the right fit for the swell program to take them on these trips? Well, uh, fortunately and unfortunately, there's not a shortage of people that need decompression. So it's a selection that uh, our team puts together. We'll find a need. Um, the last trip we made was uh, three Overland Park, Kansas City Metro officer, um, Metro officers. They their best friend and the Heather FOP was shot and killed in line of duty. Um, a couple of them were actually on scene. So we approached his best friend who gave the eulogy and uh, Brandon favor. Great dude. And uh, you know, they've been dealing with uh, not only working still, but also officer Mosier's funeral, his family uh, running the FOP and having to take that over. So there was just right. a ton. Um, so he was more than willing to get out of Dodge and, and take a trip. So Wow. He grabbed two of his friends and, and man, we just did it. So we've got another one planned for this November where we found a, uh, a, a veteran local officer that's been doing serving. He was eight years in the army and 20 years as a cop, 28 years of service and just really is in some need of some decompression. He's going to grab a buddy and we're going to meet up with a couple of uh, California um, Sacramento area officers to provide them as well. I love, so how do you fund these trips? Fundraise, man. We sell gear, um, take donations. We're 501c3. Uh, for the California trip, we did a wine tasting and food pairing, which was very successful, even despite the COVID. Um, sure. You know, able to kind of limit. Well, it has to eat and drink, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. We had a <laughs> chef in there, and it was it was great. We had a wine rep, and um, he would talk about the wine, and the chef would talk about you know the food and how they pair, and it was just a great time. So yeah, man, we just, uh, we have zero like monetary corporate sponsors right now. So it's like tooth and nail. I don't know if you saw on our page or not, but I hosted a neighborhood golf tournament, uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, at my place uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I was just us hitting foam golf balls through the yards and, uh, <laughs> raffling off some stuff. So man, we're That's just awesome. grassroots grinding. Love it. I love it. So what was the moment for you that said, okay, you, cause you've lived it, you know, you weren't military per se, but you were a first responder for 20 years, almost two decades. So what was that moment? They're like, okay, man, like I am going to use what's helped me to help others. Again, I mean, I'm not the brightest dude. So like, I, you know, we're not always the best to go. Yeah. When I do this, it makes me feel better. But when you can see it in somebody else, Right. Uh, that's really, so I guess the moment that really 
set it off for me was um, I was going on a training trip with a close buddy of mine, and he's like the quintessential like cop, right? And, uh, super hyper vigilant, good dude on the tack team, leads the tack team, uh, patrol supervisor. Anyway, so we're going to San Antonio. I'm like, hey man, you want to run down to Corpus Christi real quick a day early and, and catch a couple waves? And guys from uh, the Midwest never been surfing. He's like, yeah, let's do this. So we go out there and. Um, you know, he's doesn't like fish. So I fed him a few tumblers of bourbon, put him out there on a paddleboard and pushed him into some waves. Yeah. He was just like, it was, it was almost like he's a different person. You kind of see not just, yeah. the, but being out there in the water, sure. kind of that stress just kind of melted away. Wow. And he really just like set all that other stuff aside and enjoyed himself. So wow. that was kind of the initial. Yeah. What you do is it's just amazing, Rob. And you know, you're doing stuff and you've stepped up to the game. And it's to me, it still blows my mind that it's a Midwest guy that's really stepping up to the game. And I mean, there's other people that do stuff with people on the water. And I see it all the time here in South Florida. They'll do dog adoptions, with putting dogs on surfboards like every weekend, like really right down the street. But what you're doing from Midwest is, is phenomenal. I want to thank you for that, man. I really yeah, do. Really. Thank um, you. So let's go back to in our DeLorean with Marty McFly, right? Let's go back to the 22-year-old Rob Sanderson. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on Rob to maybe help him level up, be less hypervigilant, um, and kind of kind of push through and shorten his learning curve? Yeah. Ooh, 22. Uh, I would say that some of the toughest lessons that I had to learn throughout my career is just because you think it's important doesn't necessarily make it important. Right. Uh, you know, being being so focused on uh, small, minute details and getting frustrated when others didn't pick up on that. So I would say that. And then, um, you know, there's, there's certain things in this world that, that you can't control, um, and really put your heart and energy in those things that you can make positive change in and, uh, efforts will not be in vain. So what, what do you think people misunderstand about you the most, Rob? Um, they probably, uh, so I'm a get things done kind of guy. Mm -hmm. And, um, that kind of leads to some impatience on my part, but it's out of, uh, it's coming from a good place. So, okay. you know, um, my producer's I, laughing right now because I'm the same way. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> good. So, I'm yeah. like, get it like, done. But <laughs> we have our way of projecting it <laughs> yeah yeah so like when when i say hey scott let's let's do this like i don't mean like let's do this in the future i'm like let's do this yeah. like right this second so right. uh you know right. sometimes i get misunderstood as like like i'm mad at them because i'm completing this project but it's like when i get my mind and heart set on something mm -hmm. bro i'm going for it love it i love it so how do you want your dash remembered that little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date. How do you want Rob's dash? Remember maybe your epitaph or your legacy. I would say that I served others with purpose and intent. Expand on that. Yeah. So, I mean, when I was a cop, you know, I wasn't on the forefront of my mind. It was the people that I was serving. So if I could go out and, uh, help somebody, um, but still, you know, do my job. That was the goal. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, I'll try not to go off on too many tangents oh, here. please go ahead, man. You're good. Like, yeah, uh, we got called. Uh, it was one of the last few arrests before I, I transferred out of patrol. We got called to a grocery store 
on a lady that had shoplifted uh, a bunch of groceries and she ended up leaving and we pulled her over. One of my guys did. So I went up and uh, stopped into the stop to kind of talk to her. And she's super nice lady um, shoplifting groceries. And she's like, I just didn't have any money. She just pushed the cart out. So um, drove back to the grocery store, great grocery store, talked to the manager and he's like, Hey, it's store policy. We've got to pursue charges. So they didn't really have a choice. We didn't really have a choice as to whether sure. or not to arrest this lady, but we had a choice whether or not to be like a good human being. So what we ended up doing is, yeah, we arrested a lady, but then I loaded all the groceries up and I took them back to the store and I rang them up. I took out my personal credit card and I paid for them. Wow. And I wow. drove those groceries to her family at her apartment and helped them load them into the fridge, picked up her boyfriend, drove him back, picked up her car so she wouldn't have to pay a tow bill. Sure. And we sure. minimized the impact of that arrest. Uh, on that family. And in the end, they got to eat. So uh, I, I guess it's a long way to answer your question. But. No, no, I, I, that's, that just shows the go-given heart where you really start with. So how about, a, how about a mistake you've made, man, maybe on the force that you're allowed to talk about, you know, <laughs> um, something you could share with us. I mean, because you people are going to look at this and be like, Rob's great, Rob's great, Rob's great. And we all think you are, but like, like, in, and you're not talking, arrogant or anything you're very humble but like tell us about maybe one where you might have did it differently yeah so i mean i've made uh lots of mistakes um i think uh gosh when we were um so i was a police officer in gulfport mississippi when hurricane katrina hit Hmm. and we worked like 48 days straight 16 hour shifts i don't mean to make any excuses here i feel you um, I remember getting dispatched to a neighborhood dispute where, uh, these neighbors were arguing over something pretty minute. I can't remember what it was, sure. um, but I lost my S because I really kind of had it up to here with just everything that was going on. I just started screaming, um, at both of these people at how ridiculous they were being. And, and that was one case where I didn't necessarily rise above the fray and I wasn't acting any more rational than right. they were. I just joined the screaming party. So, I mean, I think there's <laughs> been periods of my career where maybe um, things like that had taken place, where there'd been like, um, you know, interrelation things in the office sure. or um, areas where my cumulative stress had hit the roof and, and I went off. So. Wow. But you learned from that, huh? You became a little, little less. Yeah. I mean, that happened. <laughs> it was out of character for you. you that know? was 2000 and uh, five. I still yeah. remember it like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I still feel bad about it, even though I'm sure that, I don't know if those people even really remember that. Right. But, you know, young deputy is out there screaming. That. <laughs> That's, crazy. That's crazy. So give me three things that Rob can't live without. Uh, can't live out without my coffee. Okay. Uh, can't live without my family. And I can't live without my surfing. Love it. I was hoping you're going to add that in there for the, for the surf, for the swell. So what would be Rob's definition of a life well-lived? Uh, I think living a fulfilling life that's active. Uh, you know, I think one that I was able to serve as many people and affect as many people positively as I could um, while doing things that I love and being surrounded by my family. Wow. That's awesome. It's kind of like doing what you love in the service of people that love what you do, right? (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. So as we wind things down here a little bit, Rob, we like to do our 
leveling up lightning round. So it's five right. or six questions. You and I could talk an hour on each one of these. We probably will over a couple of adult bevs here in the future, but yes. you know, let's keep it uh, five seconds. You can okay. answer them all. No explanations. They're real easy peasy. You ready to rock? Let's do it. All right. Let's level up. What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Uh, be proud of yourself and everything else will fall in line. Love it. Truth, truth. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Uh, I make my bed every morning. Love it. Yes, it's strong. So not the book you're reading now or the book that's a flavor of the month, but is there one book that stands out that maybe if I'm in my doldrums, like Fergie, read this. Can't Hurt Me, David Goggins. David Goggins, DG, love it, love it. What's your most uh, commonly used emoji? Uh, Shaka. Shaka, love it, love it, love <laughs> it. If you could be one age, physically, and still continue to learn and gain wisdom, physically, one age for the rest of your life, what would it be? 30. Man, I always say 32, dude. It's like th that 28 to 32 is like you get up in the morning, you yeah. can even have a couple of bevs and still feel like you can get up yeah. morning. I love it. What's your, um, well, this is already answered, but outside of Swell, is there any charity and or organization you like to give time or money to? Uh, Police Athletic League. They've got a boxing gym up in Kansas City, Kansas, and I love to go up there and, and uh, spar with the kids a little. That's awesome. That's awesome. So this one you can expand a little bit on. It's a harder question, but what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? I'm going to have to go with 90s, in the, uh, but not the 90s grunge, the no. 90s punk rock. There you, there you go. Do you yeah. like Blink-182? Like Blink you like Blink? Yeah, no effects. Blink-182, Melancholy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Blink is my jam. I, I, I'm always, I play Blink-182 every morning. It's, it's I crazy. Like, I like the old, like, carousel Blink-182, like, oh, yeah. like Runzy Garage Band Blink-182. Yeah, like Damn It and all their yeah. good jams, dude. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how can we find you, brother? Uh, hit me up on Facebook. Um, you can find us uh, at The Swell. Or you can go to theswell.org, or we're also on Instagram, The Swell Mission. Love it. And all of those will be in the show notes below. So leave us with one last knowledge nugget you want us to take with us, internalize, and take action on, bro. Yeah, I'd say that, um, you know, right now, especially, we need to reinvest in our nation's heroes so that we can um, prolong their careers. I think everybody would agree that. Um, those first responders out there that are doing good, we need to keep them around and, yes. and really help them level up. Love it. I love it. And squad, you basically got a free masterclass from somebody that's actually walked the talk um, through life. You know, somebody that has been in situations where it could cause acute trauma and stress and he helps others that are going through. And if you've went through it, you're a first responder, or even a veteran, let me introduce you to Rob. Um, I'm going to get him down here to the Jupiter area to kind of come and bring his uh, program down here and get him surfing. You know, and again, he mentions the people that are hyper vigilant and how surfing can really help them be mindful, not mindful. So you, you stay in the present. And basically, if you're on a board, you have no choice if you want to stand up to be in that moment. And that's the, the program that Rob at Swell uh, provides for them, you know. He 
because it's going to make you check your ego. Um, he's going to make you not focus on the stuff that's going on outside your life. You're going to be in the present. He's going to remind us, Rob reminded us, to control what you can control. He wants to be remembered as someone who served others with purpose and intent. You know, he lives an active, fulfilling life, affecting other people positively, which reigned through throughout this whole interview. And he wants big time for us to reinvest in our nation and our heroes. And again, this, this program that Rob has is, is very close to my heart. And what he's doing is really helping being selfish, selfless and helping people really level up their lives. So if there's anybody out there that wants to contribute, please get a hold of me. Let me put you in touch with Rob and in, he'll, he'll, he'll take whatever he can, trust me, because what he does is phenomenal. Rob has definitely earned his varsity letter here at Time to Shine Today. Thank you so much for coming on. You're humble, yet hungry. You fire up and level up your health, level up your wealth. Thank you so, so much for what you do, brother. I love you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, brother. Talk soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.